Welcome to Business and Beauty, the podcast for all things entrepreneurship and pageantry. Nancy Wynn Lyles provides personal insights as a small business owner and pageant girl. Whether you want to start your business or be a part of the pageant community, we're sure that you'll find something here to help you connect with confidence. Welcome back to Business and Beauty with your host, Nancy Wynn Lyles. Merry Christmas, y'all. We are finally coming to the end of 2020. I know that it's been a very difficult year for many of us, but this is a season of hope, peace, joy, and love. And with our next guest on this episode, we are going to bring on a beautiful Jamaican queen named Shannon Lewis. And she is somebody I met through a mutual friend. And I cannot wait for you to meet this person. Because as we wrap up 2020 and move into 2021, I truly believe her story about her cancer journey and some of the tidbits that she's learned through life that she's going to share is really going to help all of us set up 2021 with a lot of hope, peace, joy, love in our lives. So please, let's welcome Miss Shannon Lewis. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. You're such a queen. (laughs) You are too. So tell us, where are you exactly as we're speaking right now? Well, I currently reside in Orlando, Florida. Orlando has been my home since 1995 when I migrated from Jamaica. And I love being a resident of Orlando. I love it. I'm also an immigrant and we somehow landed in warm states. I ended up in North Carolina. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I like the warmth. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd rather take your warmth. I am free. Today's 40 and I'm freezing. But let's see, how do we meet? We met through Anissa King, wonderful Anissa. I met her through the MCA pageant system. How did you meet Anissa? You know, I, after releasing my book, I prayed, I said, Lord, I need to know how to get this baby into the world, how to get this information into the hands of the right people and on the right platforms. And I was connected with Anissa King when I hired a PR firm, CNJ Media, that's Candy Bryan and Anissa. And she told me about her amazing partner who just seemed to know everybody and had connections in all the right places. And I saw the hand of the Lord behind that, the connection of Candy and Anissa working together to help me with the book birthing season. And I am just honored, so honored. Oh, and Candy, the current reigning Mrs. Copenhagen. Yes! <laughs> wonderful. Now, you don't know this, but she and I were hotel mates when we went to go visit Oprah in Dallas earlier this year. Really? Yes. Yeah, amazing. She is just a wonderful person. And you two have something in common. We do. We actually met last year. In fall of last year, we were cancer survivors who were treated to a day of pampering, a photo shoot, makeup session. So we met on the Sistering Through Cancer photo shoot last year, not realizing that a year later, the Lord was going to reconnect us to do this book birthing together. Isn't he amazing? <laughs> Did you just say 
sistering through sistering through cancer. Yes. Okay, yes. So yeah. I'm all about some sisterhood. This is why we even have this podcast. Is my goal is to build the biggest sisterhood in the world through Amazing. the and beauty crown communities. So anything with sister sisterhood, and I have two little girls. So I'm all about the sister stuff. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. So tell us about your book. You just published it in November Listen, 2020. Yes, November of this year, 2020. Destiny in Disguise: Lessons and Blessings in a Cancer Journey was officially released to the world, and I am ecstatic. Who would have known that after a cancer diagnosis three years ago, here I would be birthing this book, launching this book and sharing on many platforms about the cancer journey, but also the things that I learned. I was an educator before that happened. And so while I was going through the journey, I understood I had a responsibility to share what I was learning because people don't talk about cancer and I want to normalize cancer conversations. I want to get people talking and remove the stigma and the shame and the secrecy that often is associated with a cancer diagnosis. And after going through that experience, I wrote about it to provide the practical information that people would need to know if they were diagnosed, if they're supporting someone who's diagnosed, or if they just genuinely want to be a support. That's why I wrote it. That is great because in our family, we just had somebody diagnosed with breast cancer. And Mm. from my point of view, it would help me out because I don't know exactly how to proceed from here. And it looks like that would help someone like me to carry on a conversation, ask the right questions to help this person through their journey. Because it's almost as though you don't want to talk about it, but they want about it. But then you don't know how to proceed. Right. It's a very confusing journey on both ends as a person diagnosed and the family member. It is. um, There's a chapter on the impact on caregivers, impact on children and the impact on couples. And because we don't have the conversations, because it's awkward, people are are not sure what to say when they hear that someone is diagnosed with cancer. And many times they go immediately to fear. But the truth is there are things that we need to talk about. There are ways to provide appropriate support to someone going through a cancer journey. And there are ways not to. And I I documented a lot of those things just from my experience, but also I did quite a bit of research when I was writing the book to make sure that it would be a great resource and it would be a timeless resource. Because as an educator, the way you wrote this book, it's almost like a textbook made with your... Exactly. (laughs) I love it. You hit the nail on the head. Yes. That's great. Now, it's on Amazon. How do we find it? Do we just type in the title? Well, yeah, the title is Destiny in Disguise. And just put in Destiny in Disguise by Shannon Lewis, S-H-A-N-N-A-N. And it's available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Zulon Press, which is the publisher. And Zulon is spelled X-U-L-O-N and then P-R-E-S-S. And it's also on my website, ichoosetobloom.com. It's also available in e-version. So if you've got, if you prefer Kindle or Nook, you can read it there as well. A website is a very personal thing. It takes a lot of thought process. So walk us through the journey of your ups and downs to get to ichoosetobloom.com. Yes. I Choose to Bloom really came about because my life's philosophy since I was 17 years old was bloom where you're planted. I have lived from that truth. And I adopted that life's philosophy as a 17-year-old. I was home one Sunday morning taking care of my dad, who was also battling his cancer journey. And this was in 
Jamaica. So I was 17 year old taking care of my dad in Jamaica. And I heard a pastor in a sermon preaching on the radio. And in the sermon, he said the phrase, bloom where you're planted. And for some reason, those words resonated with me as a teenager. And I immediately grabbed onto that. And I have lived my life from that truth ever since. And so when I was going through my cancer diagnosis, my cancer journey, I realized it was another opportunity to bloom. You know, it's a choice. Blooming when you've got a difficult decision, difficult diagnosis, disaster taking place in your life, the debacles, different things that happen. It is. It takes courage and bravery to decide to bloom. But it's a choice. We really don't realize how much power we have when we can recognize in a given moment that we have a choice as to how we're going to reply how we're going to respond, how we're going to react. And even in the midst of a laborious and difficult, horrible cancer journey, which lasted over two years, that was my choice. I chose to bloom. The name of the website. (laughs) I I love it. In life, there are way more valleys than there are peaks. And I believe God does that to keep us close. However, we have to remember that the God of the peaks is the same God of the valleys. The God of the mountain is the God in the valley. I love that song. Oh, yes. Oh, so, so true. Now, during your two-year journey, I knew that you got a bone marrow transplant. And how long did it take for you to figure out that your sister could be a partial match? Well, yeah. At the very beginning of my cancer journey, I had leukemia and lymphoma. I was told that I would need a chemotherapy radiation and a bone marrow transplant. That was going to be the really important treatment plan because a bone marrow transplant would help to cure me of the disease, but also extend my life. And we had to test my brother and sister to see if either one would be a a match. Thankfully for me, my sister was deemed a partial match, not even a full match. And as a result of that, we were able to have the bone marrow transplant on August 31st, 2017. Now, After I realized that this is something that people don't know about, there are over 70 diseases that can be cured and treated with a bone marrow transplant. That became a mission. I realized I had an opportunity to increase awareness about the effectiveness of a bone marrow transplant and the organization that coordinates bone marrow transplants, which is Be The Match. I have been actively speaking about this. I have been sharing the information because people are usually afraid about what they don't know, right? But I am here to provide the knowledge and to help to direct people to be the match website so they can get information, express interest. And this is the call to action. Get added to the be the match registry. So that if you could potentially become a bone marrow donor at some point in your life, you could be the one to save a life. That is now one of my life's missions. Well, basically, it, it seems like a difficult process, but it really isn't. All that was required for my sister, she, they, a cheek swab is usually done, but my sister just did a bl- uh, blood test to determine if she could potentially be a match. And then after that, let's say, for example, someone listening to your podcast would be interested. Really, all it would require is going to the Be The Match website, expressing an interest. They contact you. They send you a cheek swab. You send the cheek swab back and that starts the process. And if you are deemed a potential match based on your results, then you're simply added to the registry. And then if sometime future you are contacted to be a potential match for someone, just choosing to go along. And really all it is, it's just harvesting of cells. There's a, The minus surgery was done to insert a trifusion 
incision line in my sister's body that would extract the cells. And I, as the recipient, also had a minor surgery to insert a trifusion line, which is like a port, like a port to receive the cells after the cells were extracted from her body. That was the transplant. It wasn't major surgery. It wasn't drill. I thought, oh my God, they're going to drill holes in my back to extract my marrow. No, uh, technology has advanced. Medical science is amazing what things can be done now versus how they were done in the past. And that was it. And it's, it's less difficult for the donor than it is for the recipient. The bone marrow recovery journey is a long journey. But for the donor, my sister was out of the hospital in two days. Yes. Is it taken from a limb, a body part? I'm just it's literally it. cells. It's almost like when you go to give blood. From your arm? For her, they put the line through her neck. Okay. Yeah, to the neck. I actually have some photos on my website, like what that process entailed. And so people can see that it really isn't as frightening as it sounds. But like I said before, people are afraid about what they don't know. But I am here to educate and inform and to provide the necessary information for those who are interested. That is neat. Because I know for blood, you have to be a certain weight. You can't have certain things. Because I don't know if you've noticed, I'm a very small person and I don't weigh enough <laughs> to get blood. <laughs> I try. I really do. I do volunteer to give out crackers when I can. Right. But as far as bone marrow, are there certain requirements to... There are, and they are listed on the Be The Match website. Okay. So they give, there are certain things that people can actually go and say, okay, for example, I know senior citizens are automatically disqualified because of age, but there are other factors. So the important thing is for them to go to the Be The Match website, and it's, it's bethematch.org, okay. and just express interest, and then they will contact you. Because here's the thing, the challenge, honestly, Nancy, is people in the Black community and the Hispanic community have less people listed on the bone marrow registry. So when they get certain kinds of illnesses, they have premature death because there are not enough people who are deemed a potential match. That is one of the reasons that I decided I have to get the word out. I have to let people know that there are over 70 different kinds of diseases that can be treated with a bone marrow transplant. Sickle cell is one of them, just as an example. Yes. Yeah. And that actually was more in the media because I know the singer from the girl banger at TLC, she had sickle cell and she brought that with her fame as a platform to educate people about sickle cell anemia back then. I remember in the 90s. Yes. More about that. So that's how I heard about that disease, the sickle cell. And this is why a lot of women do pageants is bring a platform like that, such as Be The Match. And maybe one of the queens listening, it could influence them to possibly investigate and use their platform as they grow their research and their reign. Because what judges want to know is how are you going to influence if you were to be crowned the winner of the organization? Right. And if you have some Be The Match and you can show them that you're working hard to bring this into the forefront and to whether it's media, podcasting, commercials, website, that's what the judges want to see you do. If they that's a good idea. Leader. That's mm -hmm. a good idea, Nancy. It yeah. really is. Now, what's next for you? You have the book. You have the I Choose to Bloom. I love your spirit. I, when I go to Orlando <laughs> next year, I'm going to find you. We're going to hang out. Yes, we have to connect. Yeah. <laughs> 
what is next? I mean, I feel like this is an amazing new journey. And what do you see from here? When everything happened in January 2017, and as I diagnosed, I recognize in my spirit that this was a part of the birthing of my purpose and destiny. I have always lived with an awareness that there is so much more that I am in the earth to do. When this happened, I realized that this was, in many ways, the launching of my ministry. A faithful person, I'm a Christ follower, I'm an image bearer. And I realized that the cancer diagnosis was just the beginning of this next part of the journey, the unfolding of God's plans and his purposes for my life. So as to what the future will look like, I really have no idea. But I do know this, that I am walking according to the leading of the Lord. And as a queen conscious woman, aware of the crown that I wear as God's daughter, I get to show up every day in the world and choose to be my most authentic self, choose to recognize the moments where I can show forth the goodness and the grace and the glory of God while I am informing and instructing and inspiring and bringing hope. We need hope. Our world is craving hope. And whatever I can do each day in my interactions, whether it's on the I Choose to Bloom platforms, that's through Facebook or Instagram or speaking engagements or just one-on-one conversations, I am being deliberate about inspiring lives. I am being deliberate about giving hope and encouragement because that's what I'm here to do. I'm a communicator. That's, I was born to communicate. And however the Lord wants to do that, I am availing myself. It is amazing because Anissa introduced us about a month ago and we just talked recently. Yes. And you had no idea <laughs> this podcast because I told you the women that we bring on this show, we yes. are, quote, bringers and builders of the kingdom. And when I said that, you just got it. <laughs> yes, it resonated with me. I understand what that means. It, yeah. It's not words. It's a mindset. It's the way you live your life. You know, it's the way you show up every day, whether in the marketplace or in the mommy ministry, Ooh. in your marriage. It is the way you show up in the world and leave an impact. I like to say, leave a room with more than the fragrance of your perfume. Ooh. A queen conscious woman does that. It's about building and inspiring and birthing. So I immediately got that when you said it. It's amazing. One time in church, our pastor is a big congregation. He turned off all the lights, all of them. And it was really dark. And he lit one candle. You remind me of that candle because in this world of hurt and darkness and all, you were like that blooming light. (laughs) And I love it so, so much. Thank God. I'm like, if I can light up one room, if I can light up one light, if this book can hit a cancer patient in a way that they find their fight and they stay in the fight and they don't, it would have been worth it, Nancy. And you, during that two-year journey, you went through a lot of storms, but I'm sure you reeled it in and we're taught to sing through the storm, sing praises to Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, yeah. And that actually was a verse today in the Bible app. It showed up on my phone this morning, believe it or not. Wow. (laughs) Yes, I have to tell the listeners this. On the way home, home from work today I stopped by the ATM machine and we bank at this machine where the teller comes to the computer lady was actually Jamaican (laughs) I told her about you and she couldn't wait to tell her friends I told her that this podcast would be released during Christmas it's just amazing how God puts me in circles and connects me with people with you and the lady through the ATM and who knows who's next so this no coincidence no no coincidence at all (laughs) It's wonderful. We appreciate your time and we will 
put your information in the show notes to go to I choose, choose to, to bloom.com bloom. yes. and then be, be, be the match. Yes. Be the match. Yes. Yes. Well, you continue to rock your eternal crown of joy and righteousness and eternity. I just, Amen. I love to meet you. And I hope well. that this show is just going to sprinkle so much light to people's lives, especially right now through this pandemic. And those who've just been diagnosed with cancer, because I personally know someone. And I hope this podcast would just reach out to their hearts, just shine. Yes. Don't give up hope. Fight with everything you have in you. And I'm going to post your Instagram handle and your Facebook. And you are forever a sister in this crown community. And I thank, thank you, you Nancy. so much. Thank you, Nancy. I'm honored. <laughs> yes. Well, you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year's. I will see you sometime next spring or summer in Orlando. Definitely. <laughs> when it's warmer. Yes. <laughs> And thank you and enjoy. And we love you so much. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for the opportunity. God bless you and yours and have a wonderful Christmas and a safe and God-directed new year. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time. If you enjoyed this episode, post a sweet review and visit us on Facebook and Instagram with Sweet Tea Nancy. For specific links related to this episode, check out the show notes. Now, go be the change, be the light.